Welcome, everyone, to the MetSpa Accelerator podcast brought to you by Cast Clinical Consulting and Everable Marketing, the go-to resource to learn the latest hacks and the best practices for marketing and growing a profitable medical aesthetics practice. I'm your host, Luis Trevino, and I'm joined today with our co-host, Cassie Craig. Welcome, everyone, to the 17th episode of the MedSpa Accelerator podcast brought to you by Cast Clinical Consulting and Everable Marketing. Today, uh, it's me and I have here my lovely wife, who's also my partner in Everable and who does a lot of our operations, but it does a lot of our social media marketing for a lot of our MedSpal clients. And it's just going to be us today. We're actually traveling right now. And uh, it was a little hard for us to kind of coordinate with Cassie. So Peely and I just decided to just knock out an episode here while we were on the road. Say hi. <laughs> hey, everybody. I'm really excited to be here. I'm also a little bit of a producer of this show in the sense of I keep Cass and Luis on point. <laughs> <laughs> she tries to. She tries to. <laughs> uh, and so we wanted, Cassie and I had for a while already been talking about bringing Billy on because, you know, obviously we talk a lot about advertising and marketing and, and sales and stuff like that. But Billy does a lot of our social media and you know, we really want to bring her on to kind of share with you guys, you know, her process, uh, her thoughts on how you all can do social media if you're trying to do it on your own right now. Just kind of, you know, trying to give you all some tips and some hacks, right, uh, so that you guys can just do a better job. So I'm going to let Billy here take, you know, kind of take over and, and have her kind of dive in to talk a little bit about her process and what she recommends, which you all can be doing to really uh, have a social media preference, uh, I'm sorry, presence, and really help you guys kind of stand out in the marketplace. Definitely. So first off, I kind of wanted, if that's okay, to kind of um, say how is it that I started with like marketing, so people can kind of know where my angle is. Yeah. yeah so, so uh, I actually studied graphic design back in college. However, when I my first job was doing both graphic design. And I kind of took charge of social media platforms back in the day. It was mainly just Facebook and there was no such thing as like Facebook fan pages, uh, let alone Instagram, Snapchat or nothing else like that. Right. So it was just Facebook and I really enjoyed it. Like I enjoyed doing the graphic design aspect of it and also just kind of putting stuff out there, getting those likes, comments and whatnot. And as uh, time went by and more platforms started coming into the market um it just became like this whole thing where people thought they had to post everywhere like they literally thought they had to have a twitter account pinterest account um instagram account facebook the works right they had to be everywhere which is still true up to a certain sense however um some of the things that we've been working with our clients internally is it's better to be present somewhere than not being as constantly present everywhere, if mm -hmm. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I think that's really, really good. I think the idea is that you wanna, you don't wanna like, you wanna focus your efforts. Like it's okay if you're not everywhere because the most important thing is consistency, right? Like you wanna Definitely. make sure, like if you're building a brand, you're building an audience, your audience wants you to be consistent, 
right? Yes. And uh, and I I don't know what the stats are, but I was talking to to a friend of mine who who really kind of studies this, and he was telling me that the number one reason why people struggle to make a brand a lot of the times is because of the lack of inconsistency with it. And so again, like just to kind of fortify what you're saying, it is really important that you just focus your efforts on just one platform versus being on all the platforms and not posting that often. So super, super important. Definitely. So if there is like one main thing that I would say, it's exactly that. If you're going to, if you're struggling right now to keep, um, you know, in check with every single social media platform, you don't have to. Like, just choose the one that you feel most comfortable with, that you feel your ideal client and your ideal customer is most likely in that platform and then just put all your efforts into that, right? Consistently uh, set up um, anim animations and posts and videos and everything you need to do in that one platform. Honestly, like the ones that we feel are the most easy to use are definitely Facebook, but also Instagram in the sense that they are linked. So anytime you post on Instagram, you can immediately post it like automatically post it on Facebook, which is mm -hmm. a very, very easy to use. Yeah, very convenient. It's very convenient in that way. Um, however, um, Instagram has its own little version of stuff and we can actually deep dive into like some of the best practices just to post on Instagram and get like a bigger audience in another episode because yeah. I feel like there's a lot in yeah, there. Yeah, this is definitely a beginner's guide for you guys. Like yeah. if you're starting off, you don't know where to start, this is where you should start. <laughs> so, <yes>. Well said. <laughs> so um, definitely just get the one, the, that one platform that you feel the most comfortable with and where your audience is at and then just go for it. That's number tip number one. Tip number two, I say don't feel overwhelmed that you have to be creating content all the time. That's not true. You might have a big platform and you might have a lot of fans, but honestly, only maybe 30% of those followers are actually constantly seeing what you put out there. So don't be afraid of grabbing content that you've posted in the past and reposting it again. It could be the same photo with a different caption or the same caption with a different photo. Mm -hmm. um, it could be... You know, like if you're going to take some time and create a video, create a boomerang with it as well. Create, um, which are like the little like GIFs, you know, in yeah. case you don't know what that um, Google what a boomerang photo is, please. <laughs> yes. So create a boomerang, create a photo. If you're creating like that one video, just make sure you have all of your elements in there so you can use them again and again and again. And just to, for me to intersect here, like uh, we're not saying that it's not important for you to create content, but right. a lot of the times we, when we talk to a lot of practices, they stress, they're super stressed because, you know, or they feel super overwhelmed because they feel they need to be creating content all the time. And yes, you should be creating content, right? but even if you don't and you, you don't have any, something new and you had something that you posted, let's say, you know, three months ago, you can grab that content, repurpose it, repost it, or like I, like I was saying, you know, uh, repurpose it and maybe like Billy said, create a boomerang out of it. Uh, if it was a video, just take a picture of it. Like, you know, like post just one clip of that 
video and then maybe write some of the what whatever you said in that video as the caption um you know have like a somebody somebody knows design like they can create like a little small infographic or like a social post of it or something like that a uh, yeah like a slideshow what i'm saying is that you can grab that same one single piece of content and you can repurpose it into a multitude of you know different things right right um but Absolutely. let me ask you a question so how much would you say on average that somebody does need to be creating content like yeah, because because uh, what what I'm saying too is like whenever you feel like overwhelmed that you have to be creating content all the time, this is a good tip to use because posting something is better than not posting at sure. all. Sure, yeah, right? definitely. But you do need to be creating content. So answering your question, I think like if you sit down at least once a month and kind of make a list of a couple of things that you can do that month, like set a theme. Set a theme like let's say that this theme this uh, month because right now we're in February it's about lip fillers and you want to go with the angle of you know kissable lips or um, you want to do lasers because springtime is already like pretty much done and you want to get those people into lasers like your laser treatments before the summer comes in then do something all about lasers so just create that theme and know that you're going to be doing maybe one video about IPL or one video about cool sculpting and then just go with those and repurpose those mm -hmm. so don't don't make it like a huge list of like you have to make a video of every single treatment and service that you have in your practice but actually just divide those into themes so that that is like more like chewable bites yeah. that you can actually be creating consistently and don't get overwhelmed with what's going on. For sure, for sure. Now that's good. And and also like a really good tip is having your staff kind of help you out with that. So you don't have to be creating all of the videos yourself, but if you have your staff maybe in the five ten minutes after work, once everything's pretty much done, just have them do a quick selfie video inviting people to the practice. Or if you already have a theme, like I said, if it's going to be about lasers, then um, just have them say like, hey guys, come on in, our laser treatments. Or if you want to know more, call us. Just quick 15 second videos where they're just talking about that and post those again and again and again it might feel repetitive to you but it's not repetitive repetitive to your audience because yeah. not everybody's seeing it all the time exactly yeah and so that's definitely a hurdle that i know that i kind of had like that i've kind of had to get over myself because i am like man i feel that i'm always talking about why people should do video <laughs> you know what i mean but i'm like okay i gotta understand that uh people are not always listening, right? And so I, we need to keep repeating it. And even if people are listening, usually, I think statistically, I can't remember what it was. I don't know if it was three or five times. It's not until up to the third or fifth time when somebody hears you say the same thing that they actually start to grasp it. And that's just grasping it. You know, it's not fully like uh, like that they're gonna do it. It's just like they start to comprehend it a little bit better. You know what I mean? And so definitely uh, be okay with the fact that you might be repeating yourself it's fine because not your whole audience will see it every single time. And you do want to keep repurposing that content. Right. Like even if you scroll through your own Facebook and you see maybe like some of your favorite, you know, places where they have promotions or whatever, like I'm just going to talk from my experience, like wherever I go do my nails, they have this like Wednesday, um, whenever you go on Wednesdays, they have a free wax, um, eyebrow wax, right? And I knew this 
but I forget. I yeah. forget everything. So, like, she posts constantly. I'm like, girl, you're doing really good with your posts. <laughs> because she keeps posting it. And I'm like, oh, my God, yes. Next Wednesday, I'm going to do it. So you will have those patients that, like, they know your services. They like you already. And they might probably be not ready to go. Life gets busy, whatever, whatever. But you're there constantly showing up in their feeds um and it's okay it's okay to be repetitive if you feel like it remember your audience will not see it but yeah so those are mainly my three tips hey guys just want to do a quick insert here and let you know that the Mets Ball accelerator podcast is being sponsored by ever genius and if you've been listening to our podcast i've talked about ever genius before but what is it right i'm actually really passionate about ever genius because You know, as we do marketing with a lot of clients around the United States, uh, we have to use a lot of tools, right? We talk about marketing automation. We talk about text messaging, emailing, uh, online reputation, management of that, all these different tools, managing your sales pipeline, uh, uh, following up with leads at the right time, tracking your phone calls. And in the past, we had all these different technologies that we were leveraging to make that happen and, and track all of those things for our clients. What's so great about EverGenius is that it brings all of those tools and it brings it into one, right? Whereas before you had to have all these logins, it was really inefficient, it was really hard to kind of bring everything together. Now with EverGenius, all you need is one login, you pay one fee, and it's everything, guys. It's your email marketing, your email newsletter, your two-way text messaging, your marketing automation, your sales pipeline, your online calendar, your online reputation. You can track Google Analytics on it. There's a lot of things that you can do with EverGenius. And right now, uh, for everybody that is on the Mets Ball Accelerator podcast, we have an exclusive uh, offer for you guys that has been extended over to us. If you go and sign up now, there is a 14-day trial that where you can sign up to Ever Genius and you can start playing with that for the first 14 days. And then it's a $2.97 a month offer, which is a huge savings when you really think about it, how much you're saving from all these other tools out there that cost anywhere from $50 to two, $300 a month. Every genius brings it all together at one price point where you or your staff can manage that very, very easily and effectively. Um, so if you will look at our show notes or if you, you, you'll find a link somewhere here, go ahead and click on that and sign up for that 14-day trial. If you have questions about it, you can actually reach out to me personally and I can actually help you with that. I've already been using this tool for all of my clients and I can honestly tell you that you're going to find this tool very helpful. It's going to save you time. It's going to save you more money and it's going to help you make more money. So go ahead, click the link and check out that 14-day trial. Well, let me ask you a question. So what do you think, like what type, I mean, we, so we talked about the themes, right? But is there like a certain formula that you follow or percentage of types of content that you follow that people should be posting about? Like what I mean is like, I've heard in the past that a good rule of thumb is like the 80-20, right? Like 80-20 of your content should be educational and then the 20% should be like selling. Because a lot of times we'll see a lot of people that are always trying to put out promotions out there. And they're always trying to sell, 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 sell. But 
again, going back to our business philosophy, right, which is like we do business with people we know, we like and we trust. And the goal of our marketing should be to have a conversation and build a relationship. So do you kind of follow like a specific process into like what type of content we should be posting out and stuff like that that you would recommend to our audience? Yeah, well, actually at Everbull, what we do is we usually sit down with our client and we kind of like put down all of their services, including them as the client, as as like the owner of the practice, if they're going to be the face of it, some of the things that they like and they believe in. So I ask them stuff about like, why did they start the practice and what are their passions and what do they do in their free time? How do they relate to their uh, ideal audience? So we write everything down. And then from there, we create five main categories, which we call them our Evercore five. And so we usually do five posts a week, four to five posts a week, but we like to divide those into those five categories. So one of your categories is always going to be some sort of like promotion, sales, talking about your services. And the other five are more educational about your services and something about you, about how you relate with that client, whether, and it could be something as small as like you loving coffee or loving to travel, or we have people that love exercising and eating healthy. So stuff like that, that kind of still relates to your business, but it also relates to your ideal client because you're going to get them in like in another state of mind, not only that you are a place of services, but you're also a person Yeah, and you're also a business owner and you relate to them in a level. You care for them. Yeah. No. And so I think that's really good. One of the things that we always like to go through when we start working with our clients is identifying what their core values are. And, you know, part of part of it, guys, is building this relationship online. And why a lot of times it's so difficult is because it's I've noticed that a lot of times it's hard to be authentic online, right? We want to always either kind of talk about our services or kind of put on a face or or this attitude, but it's it's people want to see this authentic self, right? And so when I when I say talk about your core values, it's like, well, what do you believe in? What do you like? You know, do you like to travel? Do you like food? Do you like you know like uh, I don't know exercising, etc. So your your stuff like your social posts don't always have to be about your services or your promotions or necessarily what is going on in the practice. I'm not saying you shouldn't post those things. Those things are good. But don't forget that you're also a person and your business should be a person. Like we said before, we do business with people, not with other businesses, right? right? And so don't forget to post about other things that other people can relate with you with, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. you know, like, you know, if you just bought some really delicious coffee and you're just super excited about that because somebody who else who loves coffee is going to relate with you. If you went on right. a special trip, take pictures of the food that you had on this trip or like, you know, the scenery the or the place, a picture of yourself there. You know what I mean? Like, don't be afraid to put a little bit more of your life in your business, right? Because right. I think people are people will will relate to that, and they'll say, oh, "Okay, like this person likes the same things that I like," and and then and then that's just like the top of the funnel per se. Like that kind of gets them interested, and then gets them like you know a little like kind of piques their interest, and then it also kind of helps them like you know like your posts. Therefore, whenever you do post about your spa, or your promotions, or whatever. It's going to get, you know, they're going to see that too. And because they've already built that relationship or like at least they've kind of say, oh, this person posts stuff that I like. 
then they're going to, you know, they'll... More they'll, likely to follow. Yeah, more likely to keep following you. So that's right. good. Yeah. And we've also had people like some of our clients ask us like, well, I'm not the face of my practice, like because the doctor or the business owner is not really like they're more of like a CEO. They kind of just oversee stuff or they think like, well, my practice is also my staff. Like, how yeah. do I do that? Same, same way. Just if your staff is a team, they still have some common interest there whether again going back to basic stuff like liking coffee or tea or what is it that they like most to do or are they dog people like little things like that that you have in common just go for that yeah yeah like i mean don't it doesn't always have to be one specific person yeah like but it could just be featuring your staff maybe like little things about them that you know that they like and you want to kind of highlight as well so yeah i think that's good um all right well thank you guys i think this kind of sums up i mean is there anything else that kind of like a final last piece of advice that you want to leave our audience with or anything else i would just want to say done is better than perfect so don't be afraid to go out there and write write what you what you're passionate about write about your practice and just do it just go for it so today just sit down get a couple of photos and some captions schedule it all in on facebook it's super simple and you're good to go just spend 30 minutes there yeah 30 minutes all right guys there you have it so again um if you have any other like themes and ideas questions that you want us to do more episodes about specifically like about just social media let us know in the comments below or in the reviews yeah so let us know guys we're here to help you all out um you all guys are kind of i mean you guys are definitely our our guiding voice in this so if there's things that you have questions about things that you want to learn more about how we're doing it for other clients or different things like that let us know we'll gladly do an episode on it we can create some additional content about it as well so leave us a review send us a message leave us a comment etc and we're here for you guys. Now, I do want to do a little quick shout out and for, for Cass because Cass is actually going to have a two-day event on February 26th and 27th in her Metro Atlanta spa area. And so, guys, if you are struggling right now because either you or your staff are not really closing sales at the average sell value that you're looking for, like if you're not as profitable or you're, you, you feel like your staff isn't closing at the you know closing rate that you think at, that they should be closing at or not just as good, you know, like not as good as you and they're leaving money on the table. Cassie has an amazing system and process that she's used to train her staff so that she can actually step away from the business and actually be the owner, the CEO. And so if you want to learn directly from her uh, and how she, you know, you, you can actually start to do this, then I definitely want you to reach out to her. If you go to our Facebook page, uh, our group page, and you just search for Metsball Accelerator, and you, if you're on there, check, check the post out because she posted it, and you can reach out to her directly. If you're not on there already, go and find us on Facebook, and then just send her a message. Um, she usually charges $5,000 per seat, but for right now, uh, because you guys on the Metsball Accelerator, she's doing $1,000 a seat. So go ahead and check it out, guys. It's a two-day event. The first one is going to be a lot about theory 
And then day two is going to be a lot of hands-on work, guys. And so she's going to talk about sales. She's going to talk about marketing um, and basically how and present to you her process on how you can increase your average sale value and close at a higher rate. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend. And we'll talk to you all next week.